Excuse me, sir. Do you know how fast you were nerding? Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Konnichiwa, nerds. Welcome to the Nerding While Black podcast. We are your hosts, Q and Mark, here to discuss all things nerdy from the perspective of a couple of regular black dudes who are also regular nerds, because the two perspectives are not always the same. That intro was. Why, thank you, Mark. So, it's time for you guys to strap up your Reebok pumps, throw on your starter jacket, Go grab you a snack like some fruit by the foot or some gushers. Yeah. Because we're kicking it old school. We're throwing it back to the 90s. We're talking our childhood growing up, our favorite shows, cartoon shows, sitcoms, all things 90s nostalgia. It was a simpler time, Mark. It was a happy time. It was. It was a great time to be glued to your television. Yes. Yes, it really was. <laughs> One of the greatest times known to mankind. I agree. So, um, I mean, getting right into it, you know, uh, one of my all-time favorite shows from the 90s. We already know that, you know, number one for me is Power Rangers. We, we know that. Um, but uh, a very close second for me was Rugrats, actually. Really? Rugrats was Rug- really I mean, great. look, hey, Rugrats is great. Rugrats is great. Like yeah. no no complaint, no arguments from this guy. Yeah, I don't think I could ever. I, I don't. I don't know. I, and I know you're gonna throw that probably at the end of the show as a question of the day. I don't know if I could assign a favorite '90s TV show mm-hmm. because there's so many. I mean, we in a in a fairly short amount of time made a list that we are not going to ever be able to entirely cover. This episode would have to be two hours long for us to cover everything us on to that talk list. About. Like, we can just read the list off. And yeah, by the that time we're we reading the list, the episode would be over. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. If we would have just it would just we would have had to start no intro. It would have mm-hmm. just been like perfect and start from one Rugrats. Hey Arnold, Dexter's lab. Like we would have had to read everything on the list, and then it, that would be the entire show. So we're not going to do that right. because while there are definitely going to be some honorable, honorable mentions, such as Hey Arnold, and uh, one of my, I, I will say very high on the list, Dexter's Lab. Man, I Dexter's Lab love was. Dexter's Lab. <laughs> Jenny, <laughs> Jendi Tartakovsky is responsible for all those cartoon yeah. cartoons. Uh, yeah. Dexter's Lab, Powerpuff Girls, Johnny Bravo. Yeah. Um, which yeah. also, Johnny, uh, Jenny Tartakovsky and Seth MacFarlane were really good friends in college. I think oh, they were like roommates or yeah. something like that. Um, and and uh, what was the other? Powerpuff Girls, Dexter's Lab. Uh, there's something else that Jenny Tartakovsky did. Anyway, regardless... Great shows. Yeah. I love Dexter's Lab. My favorite episode, if anybody remembers it, it was when Dexter was a foreign exchange student in Japan. Mm-hmm. And he they formed like the giant mech. Yeah. Like that was the greatest <laughs> thing ever. Go, yeah. Dexter family, go. <laughs> yeah, it was great. It was great. Speaking <laughs> of monkey was a great little sub. Monkey set. was. Dial I, M I for remember monkey. the, the so monkey uh, storyline that I remember most is the one where he uh, met Simeon. Oh yeah, the Simeon one was good. Yeah. I thought you were gonna say the one where uh, he was in the Gladiator bit uh, pit, where Macho Man Randy Savage was the voice of the guy or whatever, oh, and he was yeah. like, "Oh yeah, 
Never have I ever met a, a, a challenger such as great as you. Yeah. It was great. It was funny. I loved it. it that, that show was great. Anyway, um, but, you know, something else that we, we talked about other than TV shows was all of the super memorable, like, jingles and commercials. Listen. Like, <laughs> we were, like, okay, I was just, I was literally just <laughs> singing the uh, the Mentos commercial. Y'all remember that was Do-do-do-do-do-do-do. do Yes. Yes. Fresh goes better. Mentos. Fr- yeah, you we, remember. You we remember. actually pulled up the the commercial with the guy that was on the sitting on the the freshly painted park bench, uh-huh. and like going back and watching that, that made no sense whatsoever. It was absolutely. He sat ridiculous. on a wet paint. Uh, he he was in a new suit and he sat on a park bench and it was wet paint and he rolled himself on the park bench to make it look like stripes on a suit. It was ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous, yeah. but it made sense when I was a kid. And then also, everybody remembers, you get caught up in the crossfire. Oh my God. I never, yes. I never got that toy when I was a kid. I never got that game. Me so either, kudos to man. anybody who was able to actually play that. Yeah. But I wanted it so bad because that that commercial was so fire. Like I was so sold. That yeah. I was like, that's that's probably the coolest game ever. I've right. never I've never played <laughs> it. It's probably the greatest. I right. don't know anything about it, but it's probably the greatest. Uh, of course, we all we, we, we all remember Sockem Boppers. Sockem Boppers. <laughs> More fun than a pillow fight. Yeah, because yeah. you actually give somebody like a concussion. Sockem <laughs> Boppers, man. Whatever. Yeah. You ever did, did you ever do that? Th- okay, so I, this is a sidetrack, but mm-hmm. I just something I did in the nineties. Did you ever uh, like stuff socks inside of socks, in the long tube socks? Oh, and like and I mean, go people, to yeah. war! Like, oh man, <laughs> uh, I remember many. I remember a, a couple from that. times, but I, that wasn't like an uh, everyday thing for us. I mean, yeah. it wasn't an everyday thing for me, but I definitely did it a couple times and. Got my bell rung a couple times. <laughs> like it's, those things hurt. <laughs> yeah. I just remember um, one of the things I remember most about the 90s is, of course, the toys were awesome. But um, when me and my friends would uh, always play Power Rangers, I would always be uh, either... Uh, at first, I was red. Then, of course, Tommy came out, so I was green. green right. Then I was the White Ranger. But right. Uh, right. I would roll my socks up above my jeans <laughs> and, like, flip off the couch. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So many great things came from the 90s and so many great TV shows that we're not going to be able to cover in mm-hmm. movies and, and commercials and song, all, so much Honestly, great stuff. movies aren't even on this yeah, list. Yeah, we didn't That's, do any, and we not have a single movie. 60 items yeah, on this not list. not a single like, movie is on that list. Not a single movie. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. But something... Something that I think uh, that it's it's interesting to touch on, and it kind of goes back to a previous episode that we did about reboots. Yeah. It's interesting to notice that if you were born in the 80s and a child of the 90s, if you got to experience the 90s from a childlike, innocent standpoint in any kind of capacity, we all nowadays have such a nostalgia for i mean there's advertisements about it everywhere and mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff that's being remade these days is stuff that was pulled from the late 80s mid, early mid and late 90s yeah 
That's because that was literally the greatest time period known to man. Is it though? <laughs> now it I'm not. I'm not gonna say you. Uh, the my default reaction would definitely be to be like, yes, yes, it is. Mm-hmm. But that's only because I was a kid then. Mm-hmm. There are two things that I feel like, and just just try this on. Just 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 try it on. You can send it right back if you don't like it. But there are two things that I think that that contribute to that. One, well, we're grown ups now. And some of us grown-ups actually did chase our dreams and make movies and shit like that. And if I was a movie maker, well, while I would be concerned with, or a TV show maker and so on and so forth, while I would be concerned with actually personally making new and fresh and original content, I would also be like, you know what was really awesome when I was a kid? Freakazoid. Right? (laughs) Yes! Yes! Yeah, and so you know they reboot it, and and obviously they made a lot of money off of it. And and the other thing, is, you know, so from the standpoint of the fact that we're adults now, and they can still market to our nostalgia, while at the same time reaching out to a new demograph by rehashing these same ideas that worked on the previous generation, I also feel to a certain extent that it would be possible. Uh, it would be realistic to at least consider the notion that um, maybe it's also that we're... How do I say it? We're slaves to the same thing. We, we don't want to step outside of what we know. Like, we feed the machine that feeds us. It's, it's, a, mm. it's a never-ending cycle. I can We're see responsible where you're coming from. That. Um, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. That dish is a little too cold. I am going to send it back. <laughs> okay. okay. But no, but um, I, I, I definitely fair. do. I, I see what you're saying. Um, because, and, and the thing is, I think right now, the the main people who are, uh, um, <laughs> yeah, the main people who are actually, like, creating these movies and everything like that, um, even though we do have a lot of 80s and 90s content being pulled from, honestly, a lot of those people aren't straight from the... All right, so yeah, we're just randomly playing uh, old episodes. You, you saw I didn't even. Touch he didn't touch his phone, my so phone. Right? that was yeah. weird. Yeah. Okay. This show really wants to get out. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was interesting. But yeah, anyway, um, we digress. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so uh, yeah, a lot of the the guys who are making these um movies, I, I, there may be they recognize how much nostalgia because I feel like. People who grew up in the 90s, who experienced the 90s from a childlike innocence, do have like the strongest sense of nostalgia that is out there. But it's because it's fed by a media monster that's cashing in on our really innocence. Though? I mean, but like the, our nostalgia wasn't like it, it wasn't necessarily kicked off by, you know, major movies or whatever. Oh, well, we're just going to like re-spark their nostalgia. It's well, always been there. Well, think think about this, though. I mean, there was a generation before this, before us, that definitely had, you know, TV, that had radio, you know, music and stuff like that. But our generation took that to a whole new level. I mean, we are the first video game TV generation that is definitely significantly more enthralled in 
in mass media yeah. than pre than generations prior to us. So it's something that wasn't I, I feel like hasn't been seen before in the in the earlier eighties, seventies, sixties, fifties, don't get me wrong, the stuff existed then, but as far as it being quite as entrenched in our culture, especially from childhood, that isn't something that, I mean, my mom talks about when she was a kid, they had one TV in their house in, you know, they, she remembers getting a color TV. She remembers being excited about it. She remembers how much she got to watch TV as a child Mm -hmm. because our generation got to watch a lot more TV, got exposed to so much more massive, massive amounts of media than previous generations before us as children. And so I feel like, to a certain extent, that that's definitely a contributing factor to the fact that nowadays, because now more than ever, multimedia companies are multi-billion dollar organizations that get to cash in and rake in tons of dough. They have a very, if it ain't broke, don't fix it mentality. If they made money on it before, they're damn sure going to try to do it again. You know what I mean? Like I feel like yeah. it's, it's a... Well- um, it's a self-fulfilling kind of prophecy there. I, I see where you, I, I do see where you're coming from, but uh, it's also because we notice more so of what comes from our childhood. So, um, yeah, like Transformers and Ninja Turtles and all that. Transformers from my childhood. You weren't even born yet. Listen, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, just, I'm yeah, kidding. I'm yeah. Kidding. Anyway, uh, but a lot of the even like the. the the biggest movies that are out right now, the uh, um, the the comic book movies, comic books were from, you know, thirties, forties, fifties, sixties. Like yeah. they they've been around they start, for a long yeah, time. They started a so lot earlier. that's it's true. That's just pulling from uh, pre existing content, not necessarily um, trying to capture our nostalgia. That's just I'm not going to try to be Captain Technical right now, but at the same time. Most Golden Age comic book characters that you're talking about from like the 30s and 40s are not canon, not considered canon. They they don't use that kind of source material any way, shape, or form. It's usually Silver Age and onward, which encompasses mostly the 80s forward. Uh, Marvel's a different story, but like Batman, Superman, most of the DC comics that are older than a lot of the Marvel comics, mm-hmm. they don't they don't consider. I mean. If they did Superman, the kind of stuff that we think Superman's overpowered now, Golden Age Superman is on another level of ridiculous. Like what? No, what? No, what? No, yeah, y- y- no. <laughs> like peel the S off your chest and throw it and wrap up General Zod. Kind of ridiculous from Superman. Yeah, that was definitely in Superman too, and it was absolutely I ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but I'm just I'm 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 not trying to. I see the point that you're trying to make, and I I, I understand. I'm not saying that the content didn't exist before our generation. I'm just saying that I feel like our generation had so much more of a captivation with it than any generation prior to, because we had the means to be captivated by it. Uh, They they hit us where they knew they could hit. TV captured everybody's attention, man. We we were glued to the tube. But, um, (laughs) I mean, the thing is... Now there there are instances where they have you know directly we're going to capitalize on the nostalgia from the nineties and it's not really working in TV form like it should like uh, Girl Meets World that only lasted for three seasons it wasn't Boy, bad it was good I I enjoyed it it was good it was it was they brought back everybody from the it original was definitely show. tapping on the nostalgia yes, strings like it really hard. was. 
But um, yeah. the thing is, they've changed the format of these shows so much these days that shows that fit into the 90s scope don't fit into today's scope. While I commend Boy Meets World, it was literally a show that grew with his audience. True. I don't think it's. I don't think there's any other show that has done that True. as well as Boy Meets World has. Mm-hmm. Grew I pro- with- if I if I thought about it long enough, I could probably. Well, I could immediately think of Naruto, but nah. but it's a different kind of growth. I get it. Yeah. So I yeah, give me a minute and I'll come back to it. I, I'll think of something. But anyway, he ain't gonna find nothing. Whatever, anyway, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like. Girl Meets World, of course, was a continuation, um, and it did. It was a well done show, but it didn't fit the format of today. Um, Fuller House mm. is really. Campy, I wanted it to be really, so much better than what it actually yeah, was. Yeah, I really I, did. I think it may still technically be going on. I it don't is. know, but I didn't. I didn't really enjoy it. I watched the. I, I watched the full first season. The first was, season was. Okay, it was, like it had room okay. to do better. The second season was just like you're not doing better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it tried. I get it. Now, a show that I would we, we talked about this reboots, you know, but I would definitely like to see all that make a comeback. Oh, all man. that was that sketch comedy gold right there, yeah. man. Like, yeah, you know, people talk about oh yeah SNL, oh oh yeah Mad TV, oh oh yeah and Living Color, which was great. Ninety yeah. show, great show. Yeah. Uh, but all that, man. All that. All that. It was all, all that. that. Yeah. 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 It was all, all that. that. Yeah. yeah. It was. <laughs> it was great. And uh, oh. I mean, yeah, that show was awesome for what it was at the time. It was very bold for what it did. It's like, uh, what was what was the the I, French guy? You know, we, were, we were both talking about the same thing. Yeah, when Keenan did the French yes. guy, I don't remember. I don't remember his name. <laughs> <laughs> There's a duck in my casserole. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> it's ridiculous, but so funny. Anyway, yeah, um, yeah, it was a great show. Yeah, uh, I, I feel like I feel like with getting back to the actual things that we really did enjoy as kids, you know, such as all that and Keenan and Kel. Keenan and Kel. Everybody out there, go run and tell your homeboys the homeboys on the top of Keenan and Kel. Yes. Oh, man. Uh, you know what's funny? Why is it that when you have a conversation with someone about all these old 90s TV shows, is there something, did they do something subliminally to our brains? Because I, of, of those 60 um, shows that we were looking at that we listed, I, I think I can remember 61 theme songs. Okay? <laughs> like, I think I remember 61 no, theme songs see, for the 60 shows that we named. See, but the thing is, the 90s was just better. Like, honestly, and this is not even me coming from a nostalgic standpoint. Like, they were legitimately better at doing theme songs, jingles, all of that. They were so just, damn catchy. Right. Just stuck in your head, and I'm singing them all like, day. Even. <laughs> Full House, uh, Family Matters, uh, Growing Pains. Show me that smile again. I love that song. I love that song. Okay, (laughs) step by step, day Uh, by day. Yeah, Uh, I'm just. I'm. It was. It's great. Chippendale. Oh, the Disney shows. I mean, I I will nail nail all those right now. (laughs) I will acapella the whole group. Okay, listen. (laughs) Where's my record deal, Disney? (laughs) They they just they they actually because this was a time when 
uh, theme songs, like in theme intros mattered. That's how they caught you. Yeah, You're it's right. like you would hit, like You're even right. if you just had the TV on because this is the time period when we, we just would have the TV on. You're right. So you hear a shame. theme song. Shame, shame, oh shame. snap, Keenan and Kale is on. It's time for me to go back upstairs and yep. watch Keenan and Kale. Yep. You're right. Like that. That's kind of like the indicator. Even um. You know what else? What? We couldn't fast forward through. Yeah. We couldn't skip int- we couldn't hit the X button and, and skip intro. I think that was another reason Netflix. why the commercials were yeah. um, better back Could, then because they had, had to, to sit through them. You had, had to, to capture people's attention and eat. Right. Like cuz what would most people do when the commercial came on? They get up, go use the bathroom, go do something else. So they first no, of all I mean, they made I the, sat right there. Yeah. So they <laughs> made the commercials louder, number 1. Yeah, which sucks, man. Um but that's bastards. because they they expect you to go into another room, so Ooh, they want you to hear it. That's bull. No, it's they just want you to hear it and want it to be loud, and that's why I don't watch TV anymore. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's a that's, whole other thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. But yeah, um, man, this TV was just so great back then. Uh, it was. I'm it over was. here. I'm just looking at the it list, was. and it's like Darkwing Duck. Man. Oh Better man. Better watch out, you bad boys. Darkwing uh, Duck. I'm not going to do a theme song for every show that oh, we yeah. name. I'm not going to do it. Anyway, but what I will say to just just final thing on the point of, of 90s nostalgia and what is nostalgia or preconditioned brainwashing into uh, turning us into, you know, blind consumers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I'm not wearing a tin hat or anything. No conspiracy theories here. But... <laughs> I feel yeah. like we have been a little preconditioned um in in knowing a lot of these theme songs and the commercials and the shows and the fact that we're seeing so much of it again it just kind of to me speaks to the notion that we are slaves to the tube man we got to check out bro <laughs> We gotta, we yeah, gotta you're unwire, definitely wearing tin hat right disconnect now. <laughs> from the Matrix, man. Listen, okay, okay, but that I, I, I was just, I was embellishing it a little bit. But I mean, he same, was, but still. But um, at the same time, it, I feel like, I feel like, speaking to the previous episode about reboots, uh, we are slaves to, to a certain extent, and it's not just us; it's, it's society in general. Like as consumers of of media, we are slaves to what we are familiar with, and that's why we have that attachment to nostalgia. It's why we feel good when we see something that reminds us of our childhood. I mean, childhood was childhood. It's a sim- it was a simpler time. It was a happier time for a lot of us, even if it wasn't the happiest thing. Like I don't have the happiest childhood ever in the history of mankind, but I will take my problems from when I was twelve over my problems at thirty two any day. I promise you that. <laughs> so, you know, to look back on that and have that smile, that that clarity of that clarity of hindsight um, is to say that a lot of media now preys on that to a certain extent. They are still picking our brains from their successes of the 90s. They were very successful in the 90s at marketing to us and they continue to capitalize on that by marketing to not only us, but to our children, because I show my son 
all of the stuff that I liked when I was a kid. He sat down and watched Power Rangers and Thundercats and, and Transformers and a slew of anime, and he's not even in double digits yet. I mean, I'm already starting. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, I mean, you know, I, I just, we have to season it with mildness. I still feel like we still need to introduce lots of originality to season that nostalgia so it's not just rehashings of everything we've already seen before. That's all I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> I, I hate you so much. I hate you so much. I hate you so much. Okay. <laughs> Fine. Yeah. Okay. Well, it is okay, Mark. It, it is okay. Yes. It's, it's okay to like all that stuff and like new shit at the same time. Have you checked out Alter Carbon on Netflix? Great show. I haven't. It's um, a great show. But that's definitely not about the 90s. Like, you're, you're trying not, to segue. I'm this not, not segueing. I'm just <laughs> saying. It's, but, yeah. Um... Gargoyles. Gargoyles, Really great yeah. show that I feel like if they're going to bring back an old show, why have they not brought back Gargoyles? That show was fucking fantastic. Um, it was fantastic. It included, like, Shakespearean history, uh, knights, you know, uh, knights of the round table kind of lore, and Gargoyles, and it was fucking awesome. I mean, come on, man. You like, know why they haven't done it? Because they were too busy making Pikachu talk. That's why. <laughs> Those... Bastards. <laughs> Don't you speak of that blasphemy Listen. at all, okay? <laughs> Don't yeah. you speak of that blasphemy. I thought yeah. we swore we were never going to talk about that again. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Captain Planet. Oh, and then, of course, we, we didn't even get into um, a lot of the black shows that were back then. Moesha. Oh, smart yeah. guy. Yeah. Sister, oh. sister. There was, it was a good time for... Uh, for multicultural, positive, forward-thinking kind of sitcoms and yeah. things of that nature that address urban issues, Wasn't while at the same time keeping it family-friendly. It's good. Yeah. It's a good um, time. Family Matters was the best. They hit the nail on the head, man. Family Matters was great. I love how Steve Urkel was supposed to be a literally like a yeah. one or two episode character stole and the just stole the entire, entire show. show like <laughs> stole the whole literally show. just and then when he came out with Stefan it was a rap son it was over it was over like that yeah. was it when he did Stefan this, this is now the Steve Urkel show featuring everybody else from Family Matters <laughs> pretty much <laughs> like so much so to the point where they just <coughs> wrote, um, wrote off Judy like yeah, that, but she that w- happened a lot earlier. I mean, she, it happened a lot earlier, but that yeah, it was a shame. It's because they they needed room. Yeah. Like, and then, sorry, like, Judy, somebody's gotta go. I think that <laughs> happens. With, well, it used to happen with a lot of younger characters anyway, just because younger characters, uh, if they're not young enough, it's difficult to like maintain their characters, right? Because they're in like a really weird space. Yep. Age-wise. Unless they're unless they have that they're either written to or naturally from an acting standpoint have like such a important role. grabbing personality oh, that yeah. just like oh they're so cute but they're so funny like you know even though the Olsen twins started very 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 early as as Mary Kate and Ashley got older they were written to have those zippy one liners every once in a while even Stephanie she you mm-hmm. know. Both of them... How rude. Right. Yeah. They had those zippy one-liners. They provided the comic relief enough, and you were emotionally attached to them as characters where we would have known if they had written off any one of the three daughters. They, that True. wasn't going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, much. I, I get it. I, I get it. And Judy just wasn't memorable enough for that for them to maintain that. Yeah. 
it's unfortunate, but these things happen. Yeah, and I think it was not only just uh, uh, Steve Urkel, but it was also um, Richie. And even um, Rachel. Rachel just disappeared for like three seasons. Richie was okay. Yeah, he but got, I mean, he, he had, got more relevant later too. He got more relevant, especially later, when he had his friend. What uh, this is Orlando? 3J. Yeah, three J. That yeah. was was old where Orlando got to start, right? But no, like he he was just consistent throughout the entire show. Like he may not have had like a very strong presence throughout the entire show, but, but he, was, he was always there. He was yeah. always there. Yeah, even when Rachel just disappeared, like yeah. his mother literally just wasn't there for like a whole two three seasons. Goodbye. <laughs> Like after she opened her uh, her thing and it's like yeah we're not gonna use this as the hangout anymore it's Deuces. just like boom just done <laughs> pretty, funny. pretty funny I agree I agree I would like to see just where where everybody is um, these days like I wouldn't even want to see the where a, are they uh, now they should bring that they should bring that back the yeah. where are they now well the, um, did you see the thing on Family Matters they did a thing like this year or last year I remember that they was, like, all the met together cast. but yeah. I don't think they did like an actual like feature or anything did they it, it was like a whole big interview oh. long thing they talked yeah, everybody that. talked together and if, I think um, it was like earlier this year it was either earlier this year or late last year it was very recently so Hmm. Um, but yeah, I would like to see some of that for, uh, see those for some of my favorite sitcoms and, uh, the guy that's responsible for 8,000 voices from, um, I can't remember his name, but he's the voice of Yakko from, uh, Animaniacs oh, and yeah. he did, he did a, ton, a, a ton of WB voices. He does a podcast where he interviews other voice actors from, uh, 90s and now cartoon shows that he's pretty awesome. He's, he's awesome actually. I don't know I would how love we miss Fresh Prince. I mean, it's not that we missed it. There's a ton of stuff that we haven't men- mentioned. Yeah. Oh, you're saying it didn't make it on the list? It, it was not on the list. Oh, well, I, I don't know how. Why are you? Don't hey, don't say. Why did you admit that? I'm, I'm not sorry. admitting that. I I never forget I'm, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. So, that's probably one of the single greatest sitcoms listen. in the history of mankind. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it it is. It's so great. You, were you, so were you shaking your head right now because you were thinking of the same episode that I was thinking of? Did you shake your head when you said, it was so great? And I'm thinking that one particular episode, and you know the one. Everybody yeah. knows the one. Everybody knows. Where How come it? you don't want me, man? Man! Mm. I, I would cry every time I see that Listen. episode. With no shame. That's <laughs> Right. Yeah, that's a great sitcom. <laughs> um, that and the one where Will got shot. Yeah. And he just, like, dumps the bullets out of the gun, and he fi- after he finally convinces... Carlton, Carlton, yeah, not to give me the gun, Carlton. That's what I miss about um, he's cracking the old, jokes, and then he just starts crying. Man, I miss sitcoms, man, so because crazy. they literally they were situational comedies. Like they they weren't afraid to tackle certain issues, but now it's like I feel like we're just in a space where sometimes it's it, not. A lot of it feels uh, it, where it seemed like there was just a a non. <laughs> Without an agenda, it still had a sense of morality to them. Yeah. Now it feels forced along a particular line. Yeah, definitely. It's either one line or another line. And we're going to pretty much just leave and it at that. And we're going to leave it at we're, that. We're going we're gonna to let you like fill in the blanks but, in your own But head, yeah, but yeah, you're right. And, you know, like in the 90s, yeah, those sitcoms, they still had very much of a moral compass. They very, very much had a message. It very much tried to tackle issues without trying to toe a particular line of 
uh, color, red or blue or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, it, it, yeah. Without being, and I, I, I don't understand how we lost that. How did yeah. we lose that? that I don't that's, know. that's very strange. That also a different world. I mean, we can keep going. We're yeah, gonna. We can keep <laughs> yeah. going. There, we cannot keep going. There's such a long list. Like, like, I thought a different world made it on the list. Uh, I'm pretty sure it did. I can't believe we missed Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah, I'm there it is. There okay, it is. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, good. All right. Gullah <laughs> Gullah right. Island, such a in Eureka's Castle. What? Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Anyway, those <laughs> Nick shows. Ah man. Oh, there's so many. Um, what are some obscure? Oh yeah, you do the question of the day. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna take it from you. <laughs> um, you know what? Have at it. Yeah, well, I was just thinking. Instead of being like, "What's your favorite?" What well, What was your What's your favorite '90s you know show? What's your favorite '90s show that you think like that nobody else remembers? You know what I mean? Like when mm. you're when you're talking about '90s stuff and you're like, "Oh yeah," but I felt like I was the only one that watched that show. Like, um, "Hey, dude." Just uh, throwing something out there. I, I don't know a lot of people that watch Hey Dude. I still remember the the theme songs. Little wild and little strange to make your home out on the range. Yeah, I remember. Anyway, yippee kaye. Yeah. So that's all I'm saying. What what's your favorite '90s show? Oh oh um. Any uh, cool, cool points to anybody that remembers two shows. Mm-hmm. Cowboys of Moo Mesa and King Arthur and the Knights of Justice. I loved both of those shows when I was a kid, and that's early, early, early 90s. It's got to be like 92, something like that. I don't know. I didn't look it up. But I remember King Arthur and the Knights of Justice and the Cowboys of Moo Mesa, they were probably, if I went back and watched them now, they're probably horrible, but I loved them when I was a kid. Um, I would be surprised if anybody remembers those. So, yeah. yeah. What are some obscure 90s shows that you loved but nobody else can relate to? I want to know those because I want to watch them. I want to go back and watch them, find them on YouTube or something like that. You got anything else for the people? That's my question. I don't got nothing else for the people. (laughs) Nothing else for the people. Um, If you don't have any uh, obscure 90s shows, then we'll go ahead and just make it simple for you. Uh, What were your top three? I just want to know what the obscure ones are. You know what? No. Let's, let's, okay, let's do top ahead, five. Let's just, let's top, do top fives. Five. Okay, top, top five ninety shows. Like, what are your top five? That's what, that's. At so, least we're not making people pick one, because that's yeah. just damn impossible. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> I didn't want to be cruel to the people. Yeah, that's cruel, I man. I can't do it. I definitely can't do it. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, that concludes this episode of the Nerding Wild Black Podcast. Remember to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at NWB underscore podcast. And like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Nerding Wild Black so you can answer the question of the day or the questions of the day. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. We're Mark and Q reminding you to nerd up and nerd on. <laughs>